0: Welcome back to Mythological Throwback Thursday. I am Alex, and this is the podcast where we go through mythological figures and tales to uncover the unusual, forgotten, or misunderstood bits of the stories we tell about our distant past. Last week, to celebrate the recent release of Detective Pikachu, we talked about the real-life myths behind a few of our favorite Pokémon. Since last time we only had time to talk about some of the worldwide myths, this episode will focus on the myths that come directly from the folklore of the Pokemon developer's home country, Japan. Get your Pokedexes out, because we're diving straight in! We left things on a bit of a cliffhanger with Lampant last week, the Will-o'-the-Wisp Pokemon based on the Hitodama. Western Will-o'-the-Wisps are of a more malign type than the Hitodama, which is primarily a benign presence. They are said to be the souls of the recently departed, and they're most often seen near graveyards or homes where someone has just died. They're either red, orange, or blue lights with something like a comet tail trailing behind them, and generally they're only seen at night. They tend not to hang around, appearing only for the time it takes a soul to leave a body and return to the ether. In the Pokedex entry for Lampent, we can see that the Pokemon has an added element of danger. Lampent will seek out the souls of the recently departed and absorb them. Lampent has a bit of a solemn lore, so next let's talk about Dunsparce, a more amusing creature and one of our favourite mythical backstories of all the Pokémon we've studied. Dunsparce, which has the appearance of a broad, flat snake with large eyes and a stubby tail, is based on the Suchinoko, one of Japan's most famous cryptids. Like the Loch Ness Monster and Bigfoot, the Suchinoko is well known but rarely seen, and evidence of their existence, outside of rumour and hearsay, is hard to come by. Some towns have even offered prize money to anyone who can capture one of these elusive reptiles. From those who say they've seen them, we can get a rough idea of what they're like. A Suchinoko will grow to about two or three feet in length, and they're typically brown, sometimes with brown or reddish markings. Most notably, they're quite a bit wider and flatter than an average snake. They also move up and down rather than a snake's typical side to side in order to travel. They've even been seen grabbing the end of their tail in their mouth and moving like a wheel, similar to the American hoop snake. Folklore characterizes them as mischievous, attempting to mislead travelers. However, they can apparently be pacified with bribes of alcohol. Stories and imagery about the Tsushinoko have existed almost as long as the islands of Japan have been inhabited, and sightings are reported to this day. You can even buy toys and candies in the shape of the Tsuchinoko. Dunspaas may look goofy, but he represents a beloved cryptid. And for that, we tip our caps to him. Last week, we talked about Moltres, the legendary bird inspired by the Slavic phoenix. But there's another legendary bird inspired by the Fenghuang, the ancient Chinese phoenix, or, as it's known in Japan, the Ho-o. Yep, no surprises, the Pokémon Ho-Oh is named after the creature it's inspired by. As we mentioned when discussing Moltres, the Phoenix is a firebird, dying in flames and regenerating out of the ashes. Born out of the fires of the sun, the Wong had a special connection with the number five. Its song contained the five notes of the pentatonic scale, and its feathers had five colors. Those colors, incidentally, are reflected in the multicolored design of the Pokemon. Its appearance in the world represents peace and harmony, while its disappearance signifies trouble and dark times. Makes sense, then, that the first time Hoa was ever seen was in the very first episode of the Pokemon anime, as a symbol of hope for the protagonist Ash when the situation was dire. The ice-type Pokemon, Snow Runt, comes from a Japanese folktale that like the golem we talked about last week, also happens to involve shaping a creature from the elements that later comes to life. The Japanese name for snow runt is yukiwarashi, which means snow baby or snow child. The tale of the yukiwarashi depicts a childless couple yearning for a baby to raise. They make a little snowman in the shape of the child they desire, and during the night the snowstorm imbues its magic into the little snow baby the couple had formed. The next morning, the couple hear a knock at the door, and lo and behold, it's the red-cheeked child they'd always wanted. He can only live with them during winter, though, disappearing as soon as spring comes. But the couple are happy with the time they get to spend with their magical child. He wears a kind of snow jacket with a peaked hood to keep the snow from piling up on top. And Japanese parents still take photos of their children during winter wearing this adorable old-fashioned hood. Snowrent gets its appearance from this hood, as well as from the folk art depictions of Yukiwarashi that show a simple, almost featureless face with black eyes like a doll. Snowrent can evolve into Frostlass, whose folklore origins are a little spookier. This ghostly ice Pokémon is based on the Japanese tale of the Yuki Ona. The Yukiona is an evil snow spirit that lures people into the deadly cold with her eerie beauty. She often haunts mountain passes, trapping travelers in the snow or draining them of their life force. Sometimes she will freeze whole families inside their homes. One legend has it that a man married a Yukiona without realizing, and when one day he forced her to take a hot bath, she disappeared, leaving only bits of ice in the tub. With moves like Blizzard, Captivate, Icy Wind, and Confuse Ray, Frostlass has definitely learned a trick or two from her mythological counterpart. Another creepy Pokemon is Moyle. Isle. Moyle's appearance can be a little confusing at first, because this Pokemon is usually depicted facing away from you, with its huge crocodile jaws protruding out of the back of its head. This is a reference to the Futakuchi Ono, or two-mouthed woman. The futakuchi owner appears to be a beautiful woman, but under her hair, at the back of her head, is another mouth, one that can never be satisfied. Some of the tales involving a futakuchi owner are warnings against extreme dieting, while others represent a punishment for miserliness. Also pretty scary, but a little less spooky, is the law behind Sneasel. Sneasel may look like a weird cat with a bad attitude, but those razor claws are a sign of its mythological origin, the Kama Itachi, or sickle weasels. These sickle weasels travel on the wind and move so fast that the human eye can't see them, so it's hard to say how their physical description came to be. But they have spiky fur and long, sharp claws like knives, or, well, sickles. Some versions of Kamehutachi say they travel alone, but others say they travel in a group of three. The first one knocks you down, the second cuts your legs to pieces to eat your flesh, and the third heals you and numbs the pain. The victim only knows that he stumbled and got a few scratches. This group hunting is reflected in Sneasel's signature move, Beat Up, which allows it to call in teammates during a battle for a combined beatdown. A little less violent is the legend behind Shiftry. Shiftry pays tribute in some specific ways to a type of Shinto god called Tengu. You may recognize a Tengu as their masks are common in festivals, with large, red faces and long, protruding noses. They are usually depicted with avian features, which may not be an obvious relation to Shiftry, who looks more like a tree than a bird, but the Tengu would sometimes be depicted holding feather fans which Shiftri has in place of hands with leaves in place of feathers. The other key design element Shiftri has that points to the Tengu is the single-toothed gaita sandal they wear. And in the case of Shiftri, that is its actual foot. But what is a Tengu like? Originally, they were thought of as demonic and warlike, but they had a little bit of a rebrand over time, becoming protective spirits of the mountain forests where they live. Still not exactly friendly, but not malevolent either. And finally, we've got the cutest Pokémon we'll talk about today. Vulpix, and its evolution Nine Tails, are based on the Kitsune legends of Japan. The legends tell that foxes with extra tails have magical powers, great intelligence, and longevity. Some are associated with particular Shinto shrines, acting as messengers between the human world and the Celestial. Others play the role of tricksters, especially to steal from or humiliate powerful people who misbehave. Mostly they're just cute, so they're very popular in Japanese art and folklore. A nine-tailed fox turns white or gold and is considered the most powerful of all kitsune, which is why Vulpix changes colour when it evolves into the splendid nine-tails. Of course, there are many more Pokémon inspired by awesome myths, but just at the moment, There's a Snorlax blocking the road, and we've got to go wake him up. Thanks for listening to Mythological Throwback Thursday, brought to you by Beyond Books App, available on iOS for iPhone and iPad. Theme music by Nix. Show art by Chelsea Butler. If you like the show, please rate and review on iTunes. Next week, thanks to Dunspass and the Suchinoko, We've been inspired to talk about some of our favorite cryptids from around the world. If you have one in particular you'd like to hear about, tweet us at MythologicalT, that's the letter T, with the beast you want us to cover. We'll see you next week. Thank you.